This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here. Uh, Jerry Recco is uh, in Washington, D.C. with Rutgers. Rutgers basketball. He doesn't play on the team. He's a broadcaster. So sitting in with me today is uh, Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. It's the podcast people. Uh, Jerry will be back tomorrow unless Rutgers wins, which is not likely, right? Oh, it's possible. Oh, possible, but if you were a betting man and you're not, you would probably bet on the other team. I would say it's about an 80-20. An 80-20. chance they lose. Correct. 20% chance they win. Yeah. All right. Well, I've uh, stacked up some topics here, Eddie, that I thought we would go over. Already. Uh, the first one that came out as soon as I saw this article today or this story, I thought of you immediately. Already. There's a new movie trailer out for a new movie coming out called uh, Phoenix Forgotten. Okay. And it is, uh, I guess, a sci-fi movie that's based on the Phoenix Lights, which I was reading up, they say is the most famous UFO sighting ever in America mm-hmm. based on the number of people that saw it. Yes. And it was uh, these five lights that appeared in uh, uh, over Phoenix, Arizona in 1997. Now this were coming up. It's actually March 13th, 1997. So we are approaching the 30th anniversary of the Phoenix lights. The Phoenix lights. Are you as a UFO kind of guy who has interest in UFOs? Are you familiar with the Phoenix lights? Not overly. I have heard of it. Right. Uh, also, the Mexico City lights. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard of the Phoenix lights. I don't uh, put that much stock in it. You don't. I do not. Did you? Uh, this morning, I was uh, YouTubing some video because they say it was the most widely videotaped as yes. well. Although back in 1997, we all we still didn't have video cameras on our phones right so there were not as many as you would think if that were to happen today i would be think all over, yeah. it'd be all over the place um but back in 1997 a bunch of people had these lights they said they made no noise so i was uh youtubing those videos today and watching them they're kind of interesting what'd you think uh well they were clearly giant lights in the sky mm-hmm. 
uh, and then they did flicker on and off. It, it looks like something. And then this movie, I guess the sci-fi part is, uh, part of this movie is some hikers go into the mountains, the uh, the mountain area of Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, looking for to see if this UFO thing dropped anything, and they go missing. And the mountains, um, are those the ones like right in town, the ones that you have hiked? Uh, I'm not sure in this movie if, if they're the same ones, but I imagine they might be. Okay, because you've done that. I have done did, that. Did you see? Uh, I saw no okay. evidence of UFOs whatsoever. But it also wasn't nighttime because there's w- no shot you were hiking at night. I'm not hiking at night. No. I'm afraid of uh, UFOs yes. and uh, coyotes and, snakes and, and random muggers yes. uh, or vagrants that might attack me on the mountains. Um, but this interested me, uh, these video, I do like videos of actual UFOs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not big into the UFO movies, but if I can go on YouTube and look, right, that does interest me. And, uh, and you are maybe one to be sort of swayed and taken in. Like there was one morning yes. you came in convinced that mermaids were real because you saw some mockumentary yes. on Discovery Channel? Uh, yes, it was Discovery yes. Channel. It was some sort of series where they were... That was a bad job by Discovery Channel because they're based on reality. Yes, they are. And they put out this video, this uh, fake documentary about mermaids existing. And you were you were like, I was partially wow, r- mermaids exist? So was how I, about that? Was I asking you if it was yes. possible? You were, asking, you were like talking as if it was real. Really? And you were, yes. Hmm. All right. Well, this one, <laughs> this Phoenix Lights, I urge you to check it out. All right. Um, and this was before the time when people were uh, making fake YouTube UFO videos. Okay. Because there's some cool ones now. Oh, I'm sure. That look pretty yeah. legit, but they look like the classic spacecraft. Right. Now, I, I believe the government, the local Phoenix government came out and they said that they're... That this is what the United States Air Force identified the second group of lights that night as flares dropped by A-10 Warthog aircraft that were on training exercises at the Barry Goldwater Range in southwest Arizona. And there are a lot of Air Force bases in the southwest. Yeah. And, you know, there could be experimental aircraft that really look as if they are to to the untrained eye to they would look like ufos or if you want to get a little more towards the maybe possibly crazy the uh, air force has been back engineering crashed ufos and developing sort of that's a big theory so ufo crashes here from another planet as well in 1947 the classic our government yes takes their UFOs and goes, why don't I build one of these UFOs? And that's called back engineering. If you take an advanced technology and then you try to figure it out and make it work. All right. Well, evidently, these Phoenix lights, Eddie, they reappeared in uh, 2007. You don't say. Well, 10 years after Mm -hmm. the first. Then they reappeared again in 2008. How about that? Okay. I don't know. I'm kind of interested on this one. I'm going to Google this some more later today when I'm uh, bored. And look at more video. So uh, I'm not sure I would watch the movie. I would watch a documentary on this, which I believe there's also a documentary on the Phoenix Lights. So Monday is the anniversary. Monday's the anniversary. And by the way, it's kind of maybe within your power if you were really, you know, you could fly to Phoenix, miss the show Monday. Right. Take off, which would be terrific. 
because then they would be calling you lazy. No, but if I was like, I have to go investigate. I I have to go investigate the Phoenix Lights. The Phoenix Lights. It's the 30th anniversary. I must go there. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Was it the 30th anniversary? 97, 2007. 20th. 20th. You know what? I'm going to go for the 30th anniversary. Okay. All right. Um, are you a big Starburst guy, Eddie? I like Starburst it. Starburst candy. I, I don't buy them regularly, mm-hmm. but like uh, on Halloween, you buy the big bags, and there's certainly some in there, and like if whatever left over, I, I'll enjoy a Starburst. Yeah. So certainly, if I had a bag of Starburst oh, with yeah, me, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Now, what flavors would you go for? Uh, I would probably go for the uh, watermelon. Is there a watermelon? I don't think there's a watermelon right. unless well, there's the, a new Fugazi kind well, of. Oh, uh, well, I like the, the classic red strawberry, right? And I like the green one, right? The I lime. I guess it's lime. Well, lots of people go for. The strawberry, mm-hmm. the red strawberry right. one. Uh, people seem to not like lemon mm-hmm. or the orange flavor. Okay. So Starburst is coming out with a bag of just all pink, hmm. the strawberry flavor. They've heard your demands, and they're going to make a bag of just pink flavored Starburst. Limited edition, as they say. Okay. So uh, that would be very popular. For Valentine's Day. Well, why haven't they done this all along? Well, yeah. If if it's going to sell, why why do that? Yeah, and you're right. Do it for Valentine's Day. Right, or make a like a bag of just green M and M's. They this might already be a thing because you know the 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 myth about green M and M's that they're an aphrodisiac that they make you horny. Yes, the the yeah. green dye. Yes, that was in them. That I believe is not true. Right. So don't buy a whole bunch of green M and M's thinking you're going to get boners. Yeah, probably not going to happen. It's not via. It's not like M M&M and M Viagra. Yeah, well, that was the thing. It was like you know, cheap Viagra. A cheap Viagra. So instead of spending, as the commercials say, fifteen dollars per pill, right? You just eat a handful of green M and M's. No problems. And, see, M M&M and M should have. They should have gone with that just as a mock commercial, right? All along, and you just know, sold hey, bags of green M and M's, like a sexy broad with a green M and M's. Yeah, oh, be ter- fantastic. Right, they, you and I should really be in advertising. They could do the commercial like Viagra does, where they have like the exactly. sexy women like during a, football season. In, the old guy in the tub. That's a Cialis. Okay. Old guy same, in the tub. Same thing. But Viagra went with this uh, commercial now, where they have like uh, a good-looking. Uh, age-appropriate woman. She okay. looks like she's in her 40s, right? Right. So like your girlfriend, age-appropriate for yourself. Age-appropriate uh-huh. for uh, us uh, gentlemen. And uh, well, in other words, it's not like some 20-year-old chick, exactly. uh, an unrealistic right. Viagra commercial. Uh, this uh, one, and they have uh, the woman in, uh, she appears to be like in a Detroit Lions jersey. Oh, yes, I've seen During this. football yes. season. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they could do that with M&Ms. You're right. The sexy girl on the bed, mm-hmm. and the green M&M walks in the room. Perfect. And he's ready for action. Right. So look for uh, Starburst pink bags. I shall. Uh, I would recommend this, Eddie. Take it to the movies when you go see uh, Phoenix Forgotten. Yes. I'll have to... Uh, I didn't know about Phoenix Forgotten, yeah. the movie. The movie. So uh, I will ha- I will be checking that but the out problem, for sure. The problem with that movie is they're taking a real-life event, mm-hmm. and they're building a movie around it, so there's right. going to be a bunch of things in there that didn't happen. Well, it's kind of like you know, Saving Private Ryan. You know, the, we stormed the beaches in Normandy. Right. So that part was true. Right. But some of the other things, not so much. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of uh, green M&Ms making you horny, okay. uh, Eddie. It turns out uh, the Archives of Sexual Behavior, it's a, a journal for people who study that sort of thing. All right. 
Uh, scientists from uh, San Diego State University have the analyzed uh, the Aztecs. They've analyzed uh, a bunch of data from 1989 to 2014. Okay. Showing that people are having less sex now than they did back in 2000, back in 1989. And I would, you know what I would really like to see? Yes. You, you mark it from, from the, the dawn of the internet. Is that right? I would like to see that, to see because of the easel, easily accessible pornography. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much that would have an impact. In the 90s, the average person had sex 60 to 62 times a year. Okay. So a little more than once a week. Okay. Right? 52 weeks out of the year. All right. And you have a couple specialty days in there. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Right. Probably when you go on vacation. You know what that tells me? What's I'm, that? I'm well behind the you're the behind curve. The, You're behind the eight ball here? <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right. Well, I'm going to give you some reasons as to why oh, they okay. think that is, and we'll see where you fall in. Uh, now, in 2014, the figures dropped to less than 53 times a year. So, okay. uh, just about at, uh, once a week. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to also figure there's some super horny people that are smashing it out a couple of times a day. Right. And then people don't smash it out at all. Right. So the average is about once a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, So here's some of the reasons that they think there was a decline. Okay. Uh, One, uh, there's a higher incidence of depression nowadays, and depression medication causes sexual dysfunction. Okay. Yeah, sure. I can see that. So that'll screw some people up. Yep. Uh, a decline in happiness in people 30 and over. Okay, I can also see that. And when you're not happy, you're not smashing it out. Right. And I like this one. Mm. The other, the the third major reason they feel like sexual decline has happened, the amount of times people are having sex a year, more access to entertainment and social media, meaning maybe we watch Netflix tonight instead. Or... Maybe I spank it to pornography. That could be. Uh, you know, that could be. That's their a classy big reason. Way of saying that, right? So, so they're that saying goes back to what I said at the beginning of this little talk, right? So perhaps the archives of sexual behavior doesn't want to say, right? Uh, whacking it to pornography, right? They want to say more access to entertainment and social media, right? Hmm. Which you know, interesting. What do you think, Sina? I see. I think for married couples that have been married a long time, mm-hmm. I think once a week is plenty. I think that's yeah, that's because uh, it's overly the, optimistic, right? In a lot of cases, because it's the same person, right? Exactly, and you know they're not going anywhere. Also true. You're not going anywhere. True. So if you wait a little longer in between, right, it's more exciting. Uh, for sure, hundred percent. Right? Yes. I always wonder though how couples get into a rhythm of that because I think as a couple you have to get into some sort of rhythm where you kind of get on the same page as your partner. So right. And one of you wants it more than the other, there has to be some adjustment. Which is usually the guy wanting it more, almost right. always, just the nature of the genders, Right. I would I would guess, unless you're lucky enough to have married an nymphomaniac. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, w- I would think... You know, yeah, you have to fall into a rhythm of of that. But, you know, rhythm and pattern and predictability, then that also sort of, especially for the woman, I think decreases the excitement. The well, libido. It's like, oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, great. So that sort of thing. Right. I like to save it for the weekend, well, personally. I, yeah, Tuesday was a bad day choice Very for you. Very bad day choice. 
uh, you know, Saturday morning, you know. I like a Saturday evening. Saturday, okay. Sure, sure. I feel Saturday like evening. Because, like, Friday, you're tired. Still tired. The whole thing. Sunday, you're worrying about getting up for work on Monday. Nailed it. Bang, Saturday. Saturday, well, I'm relaxed. Now, it was, would you smash it out before you go out to dinner? No, I'm like, I like to. Afterwards. I'm, uh, oh, so late night. Uh, well, well, after dinner, dinner's so very like, early okay, for me. All right, so nine thirty. Yeah. Okay. I would th- say nine thirty is a good uh, nine thirty Saturday night. Yeah, we've lived together, uh, worked together a long time. That's now. a perfect time for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, this is a perfect story for you, Eddie. When I saw these next two stories, were off of sexual things, off of UFOs. Okay. Into cars and parking. Oh, okay, excellent. You'll love this one, Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. An accused carjacker. An accused carjacker, Jack. <laughs> Hello. Are we going to edit this out? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to edit this. Just do a pickup then. Ugh. Eddie, I'm not sure if you've seen this. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio, an accused carjacker got caught because he carjacked a stick shift and did not know how to drive it. That is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's tremendous. You hate a guy who cannot drive a stick shift, right? I don't right? hate them. Oh, I just think less it's, manly. Uh, perhaps uh, you know your words, not mine, but I agree. Um, yeah, it's and it's so much fun to drive a stick shift. This is great. He tried to rob the guy at gunpoint, threw him out of his car, right? Got into his car that he was stealing, and right. realized it was a stick. Uh, oh, it's a stick. <laughs> oh, oh no! How do you walk away from that? Well, he didn't. He, he got arrested, Oh, right? he was arrested, right. Let's see if he could... Uh, the unidentified identified teen said uh, he jumped into the man's uh, 2015 Jeep Cherokee, which was a stick shift, and could not uh, do it. Oh, no, he stole the Jeep Cherokee. Then he approached a man sitting in a Ford Mustang, said, I'm going to get out of your vehicle or I'm going to blow you away. Okay. Uh, Wayne then appeared and grabbed the man's uh, wallet and cell phone from the console. And then when he tried to get away, realized the car was a stick shift. And then what happened? And then that didn't go well. Okay. Uh, he And he had an accomplice with him, too. So there were two guys uh, carjacking. Uh, so that's why maybe, because I was thinking, why he already had a car. Why would right. he go carjack another one? He had mm-hmm. the Cherokee. Uh, neither one of the two gentlemen knew how to drive this stick. Mm-hmm. So he was caught. That's a problem. It's a bad job by a Cleveland, Ohio carjacker, 18 years old. So when he gets older and he's better at carjacking, right? he'll uh, be smart to... Uh, there's not a lot of stick shifts on the road these days, I don't think. Not a lot. It's hard to find them. In fact, you wanted to buy one a couple years ago, and you had a special order, a stick shift. Uh, yes, for my... Well, that was the... the yeah, the Honda Fit that I bought a few years ago. Yeah. And I wanted to get a, a Honda Civic Hybrid. Like I had my Civic Hybrid that I bought in 04, which was the stick, and I was told the hybrids do not come in stick anymore. No more sticks. Right. You have to basically, I was looking at a, a Honda Fit. Well, back in the 90s, uh, I remember uh, I had various girlfriends in Florida. They all drove stick shifts. Well, it's Florida. Yeah. You know, you're going to get in less densely populated areas you will find more sticks, you know, in more rural communities. But even that is is diminishing. But I thought it was interesting for women, like multiple women knew sure. how to drive stick yeah. shifts. Well, and, and you know and know what I do hate? Paddle shifters. Paddle shifters? And, and people call that like, you know, oh, that's like a stick shift. No, it's not. Now, are those the shifters on yeah, the steering I mean, wheel? Yeah, you know, whatever. If Just you, like a stick shift, Eddie. No. Oh. The question is, do you have a clutch? Right. If you don't, not a later. stick. 
Exactly. Hmm. Stick shifts. And then I'll give you this one to close things out here on mm-hmm. the post-game podcast. I don't know if you saw this story locally. Uh, Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Someone was selling their spot in a parking garage. Okay. And this is a parking garage that sells spots, much like you would buy a condo. Okay. You buy a spot in a parking garage. And it's not as tied to any condo or... No, element. but you buy it right, like you were buying an apartment. Exactly. Okay. And then you're... you're right. So, and then you have house. it. Okay. And then it's yours to sell, I guess, when you want to sell All it. right. Uh, Park Slope uh, neighborhood in Brooklyn, somebody sold their parking space for $300,000. Wow. The size of a... The, a size just to fit your car in a garage. $300,000. Plus, check this out, this scam, the parking garage has a $240 maintenance fee every month. Oh, my God. H- how long would it take you to recoup that? <laughs> I mean, how much does it cost to park in a garage uh, for a year? That you sounds like a crazy, lot. crazy, of- right. uh, like, say, $20,000 a year to park your car. Right. It would take you then, uh, let's do 15 years mm-hmm. to make, that is insane. And he, this guy actually, he sold it. He, he got, sold it. Wow. Across the street, they're building uh, newly converted uh, apartment buildings. Did so Boomer they thought, buy it? Uh, Boomer did, does oh, okay. not say who, but uh, yeah, 300 grand. Mm-hmm. You would pay that for a parking spot, wouldn't oh, you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You would not. No, no. All right, that's all we have for the post-game podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Earlier today, I did the warm-up show with Chris Lepresti. He was filling in for Jerry. Yes. And that is coming up next after uh, Eddie does a see ya. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Oh, hi. Al Duke's here. And uh, Jerry is with Rutgers. Where are they, uh, Eddie? Rutgers. Uh, You're going to ask me. I know the answer. Oh, hi, CeeLo. CeeLo is here. Chris Lopresti filling in for Jerry. Uh, Oh, Jerry's down in D.C. Big Ten tournament. Big Ten tournament. Get excited. Rutgers dead last. The uh, worst seed in the tournament. Oh, so there, he'll he'll be expected back, I guess, uh, tomorrow. I would think so. This is probably the last you and I will do this for quite some time. All right, CeeLo. Well, enjoy it while it lasts here doing the warm-up show. Uh, I saw something yesterday going around the internet and strangely thought of you. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't make that noise based on what this is. Oh. Uh, there was a photo going around. It's uh, from Harper's Bazaar magazine. <laughs> And it's uh, I don't even know what that is. Harper's Bazaar? No, no, Me no clue. They had a great cover of the 59th Street Fridge song, knows. Feeling Groovy. Uh, Harper's, Harper's Bazaar? Bazaar. No, yes. this is a magazine. I think it's a it's a women's magazine. Fitting that Eddie would know about something with the word bizarre. Bizarre, yes. That fits him well. So this was, they, they have a photograph, uh, or they did a photo shoot with a Russell Wilson, the Seahawks quarterback, and his wife, Ciara. Yes. But it's one of those awkward... Um, we're having a baby maternity photos. I was going to ask, did she have the kid yet? Uh, she did not. Okay. Holy but, crap. Wow, I am pregnant. Yeah, she <laughs> is pregnant. And she is showing. She's got one of those bellies that really looks very uncomfortable. So she's close then. She's like towards it's the break end. Here. Let's yeah. have sex and have a baby. Yeah, well, All they right. did, and they're about to. Yes, finally. So, so this photo, though, she's. Um, it's a very awkward maternity photo. She's holding her baby that she had with uh, the rapper Future. Mm, I didn't even know that. So the baby is naked, naked child. How uh, old is this child? Uh, Give or take. Nah, he looks. I'm so bad with child ages. He looks a like toddler, he's uh, two, three, toddler. Four? I'll go toddler. Well, toddler, yeah, two, two. 
But uh, wait a second. Her and Russell Wilson have been married at least a year now, right? Uh, yeah. So I think she had this baby before Like shortly met. before. Had to be shortly before they shortly started dating. Shortly before. I believe it was I'm cutting off before. you getting through the story here. I apologize. Well, it also takes nine months for the whole thing once it initially takes place to have the baby. Yes. So this uh, awkward photo is she's holding a baby. She's topless, but holding the future baby or future's baby in her, to her chest. Yes. The future's baby? You mean the kid she already has? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, this gets The future baby is still in the belly. Yeah. I would hope. I'll just start pregnant. fresh. Okay. She's holding <laughs> the baby she had with rapper Future. There you go. Oh, Future's. Got it. Then there's hands. Wow, I'm getting old. Then there's hands on her large belly, but no face or head as to whose hands those are. That's because Russell Wilson is behind her. Right. His head is hiding by her butt. Uh-huh. And his hands are just grasping the pregnant belly. So you don't see Russell Wilson's face? No. So it could be future in there for all we know. Well, that was how it was going around the internet uh, yesterday. It was being, uh, I didn't know that. So. It was being photoshopped with future's yeah. uh, head on it. Did you take any of these awkward uh, pregnancy photos? Uh, no. Because you did a gender reveal party. We did a gender reveal. Which is uh, very similar. There have been some photo shoots since my son's birth. You know, with him out of the out of the out of the womb. Yes, and there was no child from a prior marriage for my wife and I to to be grasping, right? Exactly, hug with. But uh, no, there were no pregnant. I mean, I took some pictures on my phone of of her while she was pregnant. But no, no, there were no professional photographers that photographed us as a couple while she was with child. Then I saw another strange one going around the internet yesterday, also sports themed. The woman was not famous, but or pregnant. She was pregnant. Oh, okay. It was a maternity photo. Awkward. She was uh, standing by herself. She was wearing a uh, Lakers uh, cheerleader outfit, mm. so sort of like a half shirt yes. and the Lakers skirt. Belly. And her large belly was painted like a basketball. Mm. And she was holding it as if she were holding a basketball. And now who is this? This is just some rando. Some random person that yeah, was making on the, the internet. Yeah. Well, she gets points for creativity, I suppose. Yeah, so look for that in Harper's Bazaar or wherever you find uh, your internet photos. So they like had a, a lot Twitter. of pregnancy stuff going on. A lot of pregnancy. Bizarre. Harper's Bazaar magazine. Right. So Gigantic look. boobs. Yes. yes, that's what happens no when question. you are pregnant. Uh, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. The uh, Phoenix Suns were playing the Washington Wizards mm. in Phoenix. High-scoring game. And for some reason, they have a gorilla as... Yes, I've seen, I've seen the gorilla. gorilla. Yeah, gorilla. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds he has that? It's and incredible. He, and the mascot uh, just wears like a, a Phoenix Suns shirt. Yeah. And evidently this mascot, a gorilla, he, gorilla. he uh, beats a, a, like a bass drum during the game. Oh, get yeah, the, I think I've seen that too. Okay. Get the crowd all fired yeah, up. Yeah, I'm sure that works beautifully. Well, last night he was behind the basket and he was beating that bass drum and the stick got away from him and got onto the court. In the, in the paint, as they mid-game say. Mid-game or during a timeout? No, no, mid-game. Mid-game. And for some reason, this gorilla... Gorilla. <laughs> ...dove onto the court headfirst to grab his stick. He didn't want it. Listen. He didn't if, want an injury. If someone came down and so you knew that gorilla would be out of work, they'd gorilla. find someone else to go ride in the gorilla suit. And in the mascot world, that's got to be one of the better gigs. You're in the gorilla outfit. You're running around. Everyone right. loves a gorilla. You can eat as much as you want because you know you're going to sweat that right off in that gorilla suit. And it doesn't seem very encumbering as opposed to some of the other larger mascots. Mm. So he did, uh, and by the way, nice clean sweep in there. He dove in. He grabbed the drumstick and got out. Well, he's, probably... he's got to be careful. If he just gets too close to a child, someone might shoot him. 
Yes. Uh, that's true. That's Gorilla. Caref- careful of that. Go back to Harambe. And, you know, he watches listen. those guys that when the play goes down the other end of yeah. the court, they quickly go out there and they sweep up yeah, the sweat. Yeah, what is that? So, well, you can't sleep oh, on sweep the sweat. sweep sweat? Oh, yeah. You know, the With basketball players. Are, oh, yeah, they're dripping, perspirating. Probably like the gorilla guy would be, except he contains it all inside the suit. But him being down there courtside, he knows how to quickly go out there and pick up something off the floor or sweep something up before the play comes back down the other end. Yeah, but he did his during play was in that end. He was oh, nervous. It was de- oh. No, it was in that end. I think he was nervous that, you know, a star player was going to wow. roll an ankle on his drumstick and then... Like Eddie said, out of work. See ya. Out of work for the gorilla. Um, I don't know what type of uh, food eater you are, CeeLo, mm-hmm. if you're a vegetarian. I am not. I don't, are you I don't a, what gave it away? Are you a, a pescatarian? Where I you don't eat? even know what that is. That's fish, fish-based. I like fish, but I'm not a fish-only guy. Oh, no. right. So I'm not a pescatarian. Well, Tom Brady is uh, now his billions he makes playing football and mm. Rolling in Giselle's billions, model money. Yeah, more so on her end. More the, so on to her get end. The billions. Tom Brady's now in the mail order food business. <laughs> He's selling um, plant based, a plant based meal plan. Yeah, that you would have this shipped right to your house. Tom Brady food. Right. So Tom Brady's eating only plants. Oh, he's yeah. I mean, he the, it's vic, it's a vigorous regimen between the diet and the workout and the exercise. So I'm sure they're pitching it now as. Buy Tom Brady's plant-based meal, and you, too, can succeed as an NFL quarterback right. well into your 40s. Why don't we get this plant-based Tom Brady diet over to those two Jet quarterbacks we still have on the roster, CeeLo? Yeah, I'm not sure the effect would be quite what you're looking for. Hackenberg and uh, who's the Bryce other Petty. Bryce Petty. The other fellow. We like, we Only like one of those Bryce. two uh, started a game last year. Oh, Bryce Petty the one, did. Yes, that hmm. one, yes. Uh, would you be excited? You're a Jet beat reporter about Mike mm. Glennon, or are we paying a fifteen million dollars for some loser quarterback? Yeah, I don't think they'll be paying the fifteen million. He's I'm going not convinced to the Bears. he's a loser quarterback. Oh, but loser. I'm not sure he's worth what the Bears reportedly will be paying him. Right. Yes. It's amazing these NFL guys. You know, Brock Osweiler last year. These guys that you know start a couple games and then they hit the free. You got to hit it at the right time, and it's a bear free agent market. So Mike Glennon is going to capitalize. Yeah. And the Bucks, by the way, offered him. They offered to make him the highest paid backup in the league to get eight million to just you know sit there with the clipboard. And he I said, love that. "I'll pass." No I'd kidding. love to be a backup quarterback. Yeah, I'd be so nervous every time the starting quarterback got hit. All right, like, mm. you want to be Mark Sanchez right now? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, third stringer. At. Yeah, third string. Hundred percent. The baseball cap on, you know, just charting stuff over there. Yes, uh, CeeLo, When we return, I want to tell you about a piece of uh, fabric, a piece of clothing that Terrell Owens bought himself. Right after this. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Jerry out today, down in D.C. with Rutgers. Crystal Presti sitting in. Quick recap from last night. Knicks and Nets were off. Some other notable NBA action. Russell Westbrook, 58, career high to go along with nine assists, but the Thunder fell to the Blazers at home, 126-121. Dirk Nowitzki, sixth player in NBA history to reach 30,000 career points. He had 25, leading the Mavericks past the Lakers in Dallas, 122-111. The hockey locals all in action. The Rangers with a 5-2 win over the Panthers down in Sunrise. Back-to-back victories in Florida. Henrik 
Mike Lundquist, 43 saves there. The Islanders beat the Oilers out in Edmonton late last night, 4-1. to And the Devils for the second consecutive game shut out by the Blue Jackets by a final of 2 to nothing. CC Sabathia, a couple of scoreless innings and a Yankee spring training win. The Mets were off. They play a split squad today. Tim Tebow will be the designated hitter in the game against the Red Sox in Port St. Lucie, Yeah, the thing that stinks for Tim Tebow is he's going up against uh, Rick Porcello. Yes, reigning AL Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, good luck with that one. Throw him right into the deep end, see if he can swim. Well, you right? know, that guy's not going to want to give up a hit to Tim Tebow. Well, spring will... training, these pitchers have a lot to work on, you know. Did you see a video that's going around uh, the internet of uh, this high school kid who um, he hit a home run and it was like an unbelievable bat flip. He mm-hmm. actually just threw the bat down the first base line. And I immediately see the catcher go to the ump, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Where was this? Do you know? What's I the, don't know. I mean, they're playing high school games in early March. It I mean, looked, we just started in New Jersey. It, it looked practice. very sunny, so it okay. looked like beautiful weather. Of course, Florida, Arizona. But yeah. somebody caught up with Noah Syndergaard uh, about the whole bat flipping thing, and he says he would respect somebody homering off of him and bat, you know, doing a massive bat flip. But this is the same guy that... Didn't he throw over the head of the yes. uh, Royals to the but that first wasn't, pitch of the game? But that wasn't in response to a bad flip against him. That was like sticking up for just the team in general. Oh, sticking up and, and ramping everybody up. Yeah. Uh, Terrell a little Owens, intimidation factor. little intimidation. Terrell Owens from your friend Gary Myers there at the Daily News. Uh, I, I see that he, got, he bought himself a uh, Hall of Fame jacket. Mm-hmm. And put his own stats on the back. Good for him. Because he didn't get in the Hall of Fame. Very similarly here, a Boomer's Friends bought a Hall of Fame jacket. And Listen hung... to March Madness. Hello? Beginning get with your popcorn March 14th. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 